Here comes the biggest news ever. Trek Off the Motion Picture is available on Amazon Prime. That's right. The movie version of the podcast you're listening to. An actual movie. A motion picture on Amazon Prime. Available in the United States and the UK. Just go on Amazon and search for Trek Off. The word Trek Off. One word. And you can watch us. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you can you can like rent us or buy us. We're available on DVD on Amazon. But like streaming on Amazon Prime. And listen, please watch because it really helps us out. And share it. Give us good reviews. And share it on your Facebook page stuff, man. I'm just excited. Check out the motion picture. Warning, the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Well, I've been telling you, my name's Justin. And my name's Alexia. And today, uh, we are continuing. We're uh, going to talk about. We're continuing The Last Jedi, but we're going to go much faster than last time. We're going to go much faster than last time. It occurs to us we did did 73 minutes on three characters last time. And but they were like three important. And and here's. And one of. And and one in particular, particularly Luke, um, was rather contested. Well, is yeah, one so, of the is one of the big beefs of of people who, uh, who are hating. We're really um, going to have to spend a whole episode on the like just on the controversy and on the hate, uh, because it it kind of needs we, to be discussed. We do. It needs to. Be it's talk- not going to be this so one. Much. It's not going to be this one. I want to see where it goes. I'm still curious. I will say three things. I will say one. I saw a wonderful meme this week, as I mentioned, the one the one I saw last week. The one I saw this week was great. It had a picture of Luke Skywalker. And it said, it said they totally ruined the character of Luke. They ruined what it meant to be a Jedi. A Jedi would have stayed and fight and fought after Kylo killed the rest of the Jedi. A Jedi never, a Jedi, a real Jedi never, never would have gone into hiding and taken himself out of the fight. Then it shows a picture of Obi-Wan and says, and says, um, after I killed my best friend and set him on fire, I went and hid on a desert planet for 17 years. <laughs> and then under that was a picture of of uh, Yoda, and it said, and it, and it said, after I didn't realize that Palpatine was Darth Sidious, I went for eighteen years as well and hung out on a swap planet all by myself. It's kind of what we do, right? <laughs> like that's what I mean. Like just hearing people, th- they're being like, that doesn't make it. And like I just, I feel like it so boils down to like. So basically, a movie franchise, a story franchise that, let's face it, at its core is based on fucking magic, right? Like a magic called the Force. And and you're like, that's unbelievable. That doesn't well, fit and, the magic I know. Like, well, it's and, just ridiculous. And I, I do say that, I do say that, especially in, in fantasy and, and stuff, you do need to operate within your own rules. I get that. But like you like, do, but like let's not pretend like their rules have been so fucking yeah solid up till now. That's what I'm saying. Like midichlorians, just, anyone midichlorians? Um, and like Luke, Luke, you're not ready. He leaves. He comes back. No, you're ready. You're done. Wait, what? But How's look, he the, done now? What what happened? What I do want to I do want to give some legitimacy to the haters in that this is. I thought it was just an anomaly. 
I have some people that I really know and I respect their opinion, both as filmmakers and as fans. People are huge fans of this stuff who, um, who, you know, everybody's doing their Star Wars rankings. Um, and this is dead last for all, enough people for me to go, okay, it's not just a couple people. Like, yeah, it is, yeah I'm, I'm legitimately perplexed though. Like, I, yeah. I've, I've never seen, a, like, I've never seen this much of a, that. I've never seen this much of a divide. Like where some people are going, it is among the best, and other people are going, it is the absolute worst of all of them. Well, Worse than episode what? two. I don't know. You, uh, y- yeah, and that's just like my brain wants to explode. But it really and it's coming angered on the, some you people. have you haven't seen. I'm 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 guessing because you know you've got the kids and holidays, and that makes your um, TV watching uh, experience probably less. Uh, but I'm noticing sort of a another trend that seems to be kind of going hand in hand with this. And it's, there's a new movie out on Netflix called bright. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the opposite of this, right? Have you Where seen the... it? No, I haven't. It's so awful. Interesting. It's so bad. But what I'm noticing is there are people and, and I've, and I've watched it twice because I watched it by my, because me and Miss Ray started it. Cause I was like, I watched the, t- the, the trailer for it. It came on, on Netflix. I was like, Ooh, this looks, looks good. Really cool. Yeah. I'm so excited. And so we started watching it like right away. And Mr. A fell asleep. Um, and I finished it and then I watched it again so that he could see it after I told him how bad it was. <laughs> And I was like noticing, but I'm noticing like a trend people, like I said, that, you know, that like you were saying that I know that I like, that I respect uh, as people and, and generally their opinions uh, are like, this movie was so good and think that like Star Wars, The Last Jedi sucked. And I'm like, I am really confused right now. Like, I yeah. feel like it's opposite day. Cause like this mo- like bright is just, there's a whole lot of potential and it is just seriously regurgitated bullshit. They're trying to do too much at once. It's a big fat fucking mess and it's not even really saying anything. Like it's it, the, the stereotypes are, are, you know, particularly racist. I felt, uh, and and it's supposed to be talking about diversity, I think. Sure, uh, it looks it looks like a it looks like a really bad fantasy version of that old '90s movie, uh, Alien Nation. Right, it's what it is. And Alien Nation is a great movie, and, and it's just and like, a good series too. Yeah, and it was just it's. I mean, to give you to not a spoiler alert. I, mean, I think it's in the fucking trailer, but like Will Smith says, and this is no bullshit. This is the these are lines from the film, and that's when the stupid shit's gonna start. And then he says some other random stuff. He's like, and that's when the triple stupid shit is going to start. I'm like, really? Like somebody wrote those lines and we're like, those are good. Those the are triple solid stupid lines. Shit. The like, triple dog stupid shit. Next. I mean, it was so bad. Yeah. And, and I and I think I was, when I watched it the second time with Mr. I was like counting up all the times that their go-to is just shut up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. And, and the cursing in it is so like, and this is coming from me. I know, seriously. So put this in perspective, okay? We made Trek off the movie, guys. Coming from me, and it's just like cursing for the sake of cursing. Only it's Daniel like, Ross can do that really well. It's just fuck for the sake of saying fuck every other word. And uh, I'm like, 
And and what's interesting is I actually went back because it's it's holidays, so I watched Die Hard. Uh, and then of course watching Die Hard made me want to watch Die Hard three because Die Hard two is stupid. Um, Die Hard and, two has some okay stuff in it. Die Hard four, Die Hard five is really the only listen, terrible. I'm just one. saying, if you're watching Die Hard, you're watching Die Hard and then Die Hard three. <laughs> like I like two. I like two better than three. But anyway, go on. You like two? I can't even with you. Um, so I'm like, so, I was there was part of me. I was like, I hope Justin seen it because I'm like, I wonder if he would be in the camp of people that like it because it just it's it's not. I mean, it has random things that, like, basically are acrobatic moves for literally zero reason other than, hey, this looks cool right now. Like, there's just no purpose to it whatsoever. Huh. And I'm like, I, I wonder if he would like it. It feels senseless and there's no thinking to be done. And and it's bad. The writing well, is, I felt, like, objectively bad. Bad. You know what's interesting is is I've I'm used to among fans. You know, of course, when Star Trek 2009 came out, um, there was a real divide. Like Paul Sieber, who's been on our show and in our movie a bunch. You know, mm. he's out there. He just doesn't like it. He hates it. He goes, "This is not right. It's not the way it should be. This is not." You know, I loved it. I thought Star Trek 2009 is is brilliant. It's wonderful. It's emotional. I it, yeah. I don't just think it's a derivative action movie. I think there's some real some real heart to that film. But some, I think so too. But yeah. but generally, audiences were um, were favorable toward that film. This one, I'm seeing enough people, both film students um, and and you know Trek or Star Wars fans and stuff who who seem to actually be really angry with this film. Anyway, that's what we're here to talk about. We'll talk about, my, but I do want to say this last thing. I've also seen people be really shitty to each other about this movie. As they're going, yeah. Well, if you really knew, if you had half a brain, if you if you weren't an idiot, you know, yeah, on both stupid. sides. Yeah. Um, and we're so used to dealing that way. I think because of the current political climate, no matter where you are on the spectrum, um, I think we're all kind of used to just being super shitty to the people on the other side. I hate it when geeks do that. I mean, we 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 we're geeks. We got to be strong. We were all picked on for being geeks at some point in our life, like. I hate that we would do that. So if no matter what side you're on, be nice to your fellow geeks. Yeah, let's try to, you know, keep it, keep it light, yeah. you know, because obviously amongst friends, there's, you know, a little teasing and, you know, but, but like but that and like actually really trying to insult someone's intelligence because yeah. of it. Like, let's, yeah, let's not make it nasty. Anyway, uh, if at all possible. we're. We're continuing our, our delve into the characters. We're going to try and knock them all out. Um, I want to kind of do five minutes go on them. I really just want to go like, let's let's <laughs> knock through them. Because there are a ton. One thing I noticed writing the list of the characters, there are well, a lot of characters. A lot, yeah. There's a lot of characters. That for like, think about the original Star Wars. There are like five. And there are there are maybe more characters in this movie than any other Star Wars movie. So let's just hit it. First of all, uh, General Leia Organa, who does not die in the film. Um, uh she's they great spoil it for everybody god dude. she's great right like she's like, like she i mean i love i fucking love her dude i, I had a problem a with her acting in the force awakens i felt like her mouth seemed really tight and she seemed to be having problems with the lines and she didn't really have the same it seemed like they were cutting to harrison ford more often because her performance just wasn't there um uh all of that's gone in this film uh she has refound her place as Leia and she owns she owns the screen in this film, correct? 
absolutely like i love it like and and when she and like you can see her general like like how she genuinely she cares for for poe even when she's dressing him down and giving him shit it's because he can be more and she knows it you know what i mean um and that's it's it's cool to see like she's powerful um and likable and i think that that's a hard thing to strike well and i think that she also there's a deliberate passing of the torch from her to poe where at, fir- at first she's like, no, it's not. It shouldn't be Poe. She demotes him. She's well, because somebody he's not else ready. Like, she's trying to teach the boy, you know, like. But I think she's also not ready to let go. And I think by the end, you know, when Poe goes, where are we going? She goes, she goes, you lead the way, fly boy. You know, it's like it's it's. Yeah, it's you know, clear to her that he has that he's had the realization she's wanted him to have for so long. Yeah. Like, I definitely got the feeling like he was being like he's being groomed and he doesn't seem to get it. And she's disappointed because she's like, I know you're I know you're smarter than this and I know you're better than this. And you're getting caught up in being, you know, Mr. Flyboy Jockey. Um, and that's not going to get it done. Like being a hero isn't going to be the reason this rebellion makes it. Well, it's and I think be her because we her- have good leaders. Her performance is generally, is generally play, uh, praised. Uh, what she does in the film, with the exception of two things we're going to talk about here, generally, like like across the board, people seem happy with her. Um, we'll talk about two uh, things. One, um, the we what are they going to do? They 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 didn't kill her off in the film, right? Um, which puts us in a really awkward situation with what they're going to do next time. Um, We've both postulated that maybe what they do is they jump ahead 10 years. Um, and, you know, she's been dead for a couple of those years. And she, you know, I like that because everybody else, like Luke had to die tragically on the planet. You know, Obi-Wan gets cut down when he's just ready to re-enter the fray. You know, you know, Anakin gets his arms and legs cut off. Mace Windu gets, you know, you know gets his arms cut off, fried away. Like everybody, every make it, Amidala, you know, dies with her heart broken. I mean, everybody, everybody. Han Solo gets stabbed by his son. Everybody. The idea that that she just had a, a you know, a, a peaceful death. If they just say, you know, if it's past the time and, you know, and they say, you know, she led us and she and she was able to go peacefully, that would make me so happy because everybody else dies. Like everybody from the original trilogy or from all six of the other films all just died terribly. And it would be nice if one of them, just one of them gets some peace. Agreed? I, I mean, I don't know. Like they, they felt like um, like Luke, at least from what Ray was saying that he was at peace when he became one with the force. Yeah. Yeah. So and I guess he didn't you kind of die have horribly to be to get in a there. sense of like, he didn't, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know that the, it's not like Anakin getting you know, butchered and, and Amidala dying of, you know, giving birth to ch- her children uh, with a broken heart. Like, I don't, I, I, and I think that, I think Leia may be too important of a character to have her die uh just peacefully somewhere i do i guess the other thing you can do is you can have if you look at star wars episode two not my favorite clearly but the way they start that movie is with a super clear inciting incident the uh the the ship comes in it lands and there's an explosion so you could conceivably have 
you know, you know, yeah, Leia's you have there. a, yeah, I think you have you a, you took whatever like footage that. you have of her and she's sitting there, she's looking at something, she looks up in the sky and the planet gets destroyed or something awful happens and she and like, like there's a massive thing and, and the losing only, her is, 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 a, is an emotional thing for everybody. And the only way that works is if, is if that thing that happens is the impetus for the entire rest of the movie is the like, catalyst. Yeah. And I yeah. Think is the works. catalyst for the change. So either she dies peacefully, you know, in the inter in, in the, in the interceding years between the movies. And we just hear that it happened at one point or there's a big, you know, inciting incident at the beginning where that, that's the only thing I can think of. Like you can't, like just have it be a thing that happens or pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. Like, like you've got to do, you've got to do something. So let's talk and about it, the other thing. Um, uh, when everybody thinks she's going to die, she's blown into space and she freezes. And then she uses the force to fly in uh, um, sort of subconsciously. Maybe I don't know if she's awake or not, um, uh, but she uses the force to fly in and, uh, and, and, get herself in and to heal herself and save herself. Um, a lot of people hate this. A lot of people hate one, the, the, the concept that the force is that powerful. Um, and a lot of people just don't like the way that it's shot. Um, I've seen people take a picture of it and throw an umbrella on and underneath wrote, I- I'm Mary Poppins. Y'all. <laughs> um, I will say this. I think that it was not the best shot thing in the movie. I think that if she had not been dead in real life, um, it would almost be really bad. Um, I think the fact that she died makes it sort of angelic and cool. But that was one of the very few points in the movie where I had to be like, okay, this is what they're doing. Okay. Um, But it took me a second. How about you? It didn't bother me in the least. Really? I I, I was ready to cheer. I was so happy. Because I was so bummed she was going to die. And then she does this uber powerful thing. And the thing is, you know, last movie, we didn't get to see or even hear tale of her and how powerful she is. It's all about Luke. And I'm annoyed deeply. And it's hard to not feel like there's some level of the climate right now uh with what's going on with women and and those issues currently that i that i worry is tainting the scenario like i mean the 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 way it's filmed aside and the shot the way the shot looks aside as an idea it's like so everybody's pissed off because she did that but yoda striking lightning from beyond the grave that's totally fine that's not ridiculous like, it's just that pisses yeah. me off. That really makes me mad. And really, it's hard for me to see that as anything other than she's a woman and she's not Luke or, you know what I mean? Someone who matters somehow. I that think that I, I, I see I see where you're coming from with that. I do think there's a certain amount of, of fucking like the, the, the execution um, of, of the shot, I think, is is distracting enough. Like, like the thing about Star Wars is that if it's done really well, you don't think about inconsistencies because it's done so well. And I think the shot is weird enough. She's still enough. It, it almost kind of looks like like they're they're clearly moving around in digital space with her. It's it's there. It didn't 
it was not the strongest moment for me, but I can see why some people would feel as strongly as you do. What I don't understand is how anybody could be like really angry at that shot. Like they could go like people list that as like one of the three things that ruined the movie. And I'm like, yeah, really? I don't understand that. I'm like, like really? Why? Like, like this, this movie's two and a half hours long. The entire section like, yeah, OK, the, the shot didn't work that well, you know, and OK, well, maybe it's a little little more than you're used to for the force. But like it's like 45 seconds, guys. Like, it's, yeah, it's it's not like like it or like like the moment or hate the moment, you know. Uh. All right. Anyway, and, we all, about- and like the thing is, too, like there's we've been primed for some shit in other movies, presumably the same crowd that is into Star Wars. Right. With like Guardians of the Galaxy. And he's like part some kind of alien when we see him holding on to an infinity stone and not dying and he doesn't die in space and all this other stuff and that we accept, you know what I mean? But somehow this is what, that's just ridiculous and stupid. I don't, I don't understand how those two things occupy the same headspace. Like that's confusing Hmm. to me. Well, let's talk about Poe since we talked about Leia and her relationship with Poe. Um, uh, I'm going to say from this point forward, down the line, um, no one gets the same uh, interesting things to do as 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 Ray and Leia and Luke and Yoda. I think everyone else is is kind of filling the roles that they're there to fill. Poe maybe gets the most um, interesting stuff to do in that um, he does really have a very defined arc. He does yes. something at the beginning of the movie. And whether or not it was a good idea, I think in retrospect it was a good idea because, like, like that dreadnought um, would have been would have basically made it so it would be even easier. Think you think about it. If he had not gone after that dreadnought, like no amount of the bombers that they then had would have been able to prevent. Uh, like what happened when, next? Well, when Laura Dern's like goes through the one ship, the dreadnought would still be there. Like they like that was it was in the long run good that he did what he did and, he, and it looks like he only lost eight ships and yeah they were powerful bombers but it was like a you know I understand that you know people I know who are in the military have written very much about how like well chain of command blah blah yeah okay like I I get that and and well and here's the thing honestly what I think is so interesting about that moment is that I know when I was watching it I was completely and utterly on post side. Like, as it was going down, and he's like, no, we've got a shot at this dreadnought. We've got to take it. And she's like, so I st- I'm ordering you to stand down. And he, like, just turns the shit off. And we're we're sort of programmed in movie watching to feel that way, generally speaking, right? There's the hot dog that does the thing, and it works out, and we're usually on his side. And here's the thing. They take on a heavy, heavy casualties, but they do take out the dreadnought. And so you have, at least as an audience member, and certainly as I did at the time, I I was like, it was a win. Like, I was with him. I agreed with him. And I was happy. And, and that, I mean, and the girls and Rose's sister and her taking it out. And it was like so taut and powerful and like, oh, my goodness. And it felt like such a win. It wasn't until, and I feel like you're really with Poe in that moment. You're really, you're not mad at him at all and you're almost a little annoyed at leia when she starts giving him shit for it back on you know when he gets back but there's something that they show that i really love where leia is just seeing how many ships they've lost 
and and she's and the thing about being a leader is you're looking at a bigger picture you're not looking about at this isolated incident or this isolated mission and he's clearly he's clearly done that and and you see and i really believe that she make when she talks to him and she demotes him and all that stuff i i really understood why it was like uh, wow oh wow i see your point but like at the same time when poe is doing stuff when Leia's out of commission and stuff and and trying I'm I'm on his side again so I really his arc is one of the arcs I really feel like as an audience member you're you're with you're following well and here's the thing he fails at everything he's trying to do he fails his mutiny fails the plan Mm -hmm. with Finn and Rose fails fails not it was all like he had a lesson to learn there about what it means to be a leader yeah um and, and I feel like and, we learn it with him. And, and it's frankly. and in, in, in case you think it's on accident, in case you think it's on accident that everybody in this movie fails at what they're trying to do, Yoda's entire point was failure is the best teacher. Yeah. Like it's in the script. You've got to Like learn the screenwriter sat down and said, I'm going to present the theme of the film right here. And Poe is the grandest example of that, I think. That he just Absolutely. utterly fails at it, it, what he is is almost destru- like responsible for, for the destruction of the of the rebellion of the entire rebellion yeah, yeah. like because they only know about the ships because of his plan yeah so let's talk you about know? Uh, like but that's what's so great about it well and we it, can't talk about him without talking about general haldo played by laura duran um because no, we cannot. Th- their relationship is is really interesting what i like about this about the two of them leia understands his quality but then it became very star trekky Haldo was like a starship captain and he was like an insubordinate commander. Yep. And Haldo, who did not know this, this guy was just like, no, I'm not having it. This is what I'm doing. This was, you know, what gets me is I've seen people complain so much about her. And yes, I will admit even myself, she's so Laura Dern. It's why one of the reasons she's a star. She's, she's just so Laura Dern. I see her and I just see Laura Dern. Cause I've known her from so many things. like Jurassic park and, and recount and like all the stuff that I've seen her do over the years. Like when I see her, you know, I see Laura, Laura Dern. Um, and so I posted that if you listen to people like debate the film, they go, I don't like what they did with Snoke and or Leia or Finn or Rose or Laura Dern, or they don't ever call her by her character name. She's just always called in all the <laughs> debates. She's just called Laura Dern. Um, her name's General Haldo. Um, her and, uh, her and Finn's um oh the other thing I was gonna say about the you said about the gender politics, which is something we talk about a lot. Um, you know, people are going, you know, she should have had something other than just pink hair. Really, motherfuckers? Well, it was purple, but yeah, I like really, it. Really? Really? Like too. like like seriously, what what did we have in in like in A New Hope? The leader had a beard? Leader was a big a dude with a beard? Mon Mothma had short hair? Like what like she doesn't need to be a, a a CG monster. Yeah, like and, and what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like somehow she's not enough. <laughs> Why? Well, I, th- I think that that showing that she's I think they do a perfect job with what she's there to do. She is elegant and she changes her hair and she's feminine but powerful. She is an aggregate to Leia. She is the Leia of another ship. 
Like it's when two Starfleet admirals get together and you go, you can tell they're Starfleet admirals. It's like she is clearly occupies to some other group, you know, some Star Wars spinoff that we're never going to see. She is the Leia of that group. Yeah. And when th- when our Leia goes away, she's got to step in that role. But mm-hmm. I think it's I think that like people complaining about her look, I think that there's and, and that pisses me. Like I'm trying to think. Like again, it's it's hard to not see this as like a fucking feminist issue. And like, would we be? Would you care if it was a dude? Would you be this upset? Would you be like he didn't look right because his suit was wrong or whatever? Like yeah. I love that she had this you know non traditional look about her, and she's but she and she's wearing a dress and not like a battle ready dress like a dress dress like an like a, like an evening gown almost and the thing is she's the one who's moving the pieces on the board like does she need to be battle ready in that sense right and there's this great moment right before like when she uh goes to make her suicide run to save the rest of them and she like has such purpose and she and she gets in the seat and and like her skirt she, like falls just so and, and it's there's just something about that little moment that like strikes me every time i've seen it that's it's it's just clothing it doesn't matter it is not relevant and what and she has such purpose and then she goes and does this incredibly selfless heroic leader type thing and and in that moment that's that is the learning moment for poe that's what he realizes this person that he's been upset about because he he thought she doesn't understand where she coming in as though she somehow doesn't know leia like you you are and and honestly you're with again you're with poe until that moment because all you see is we like poe poe's great and she's being kind of shitty to him and acting like what he says doesn't matter. And that's not well, She really doesn't owe him on. a damn thing. Right. And that's that's the not thing. what's really going on. Exactly. And she's not the main character. And you are supposed to be following Poe. You are supposed to be feeling his frustration. But at the end, he needs to realize that that was the case as he's going to step into the role of leader. So I yep. think that, like, I, I don't know. I think that they, I think that if she were a man... We'd have a lot fewer problems with her, and I'm not usually the I one too, so who too. pulls out feminist issue, feminist. I, that's not me, but yeah. in this case, I just go, you know, there's, you know, the the fact she wears something form, the fact you can see her boobs, right? Like the fact that you can see, like she's wearing something form fitting, and she's slinky, and she's sexy, and also like pushing fifty, and also in charge, and also doesn't give a fuck what you think. The fact yeah. that all these things, like you, you, I know you want her to be Mon Mothma and wear. And wear clothes that make her less feminine. No. Why? No. Yo, know, guess what? what she has boobs. She has boobs. We're going to see them. Yeah. You know, she's like, got, just, she's, it's... she's got a beautiful face. That's going to be a thing. She's going to be elegant the way that Leia is. And we're going to see that. And it's not like we don't have to remove her femininity to make her well, less we strong. Don't. But, but like, regardless, like this, yeah, this idea that we have to manize right women in powerful positions in order for them to be believable it's like here's the thing like and you know me like i don't i I hate it when i watch some fighting fuck toy and she's you know wearing her hair is down and she's wearing something ridiculous to to fight and it's like that doesn't make any sense and that shit does piss me off and it's like she should be wearing something that makes sense to fight in because you don't see men doing that shit right 
And and in this case, like I said, she's not physically fighting hand to hand with any. She's a leader, and it's well, like yeah. why why should she look like anything like the like I love the idea that we have these different looks across the board. Well, and, and that's like in the what first was... movies we had that with Leia as well. Like exactly sometimes that's she what we're saying. In the first movie, Leia, sometimes... Leia, she was absolutely absolutely sexy as hell. You know. Uh, she was absolutely like in that in that white jumper thing that she was mm-hmm. wearing. She was absolutely feminine. She and then was, on Hoth, she's dra- in like a fucking snowsuit. Yeah, but that's that but that's different. Sense. I think I I don't think she's as iconic on Hoth, and I think she's too exploited in Jedi. But in in the but original, here's the thing that even but, in but, Jedi, like, but in the original Star Wars, it's just she was a princess and a woman who had no problem picking up that blaster. You didn't have doing, to put her in armor to do it. Yeah, it's and, not like all of a sudden if I'm going to fight, I better change. Like if she yeah. had the opportunity, I can't to, be a woman anymore because I'm. Yeah, it's it's, and I'm not saying that needs to be done. You rose. Well, and I'm not saying yeah to be a either, woman, you, you have to be wearing a dress. That's what I'm saying. Like, but like, let's see the spectrum, right? Like, exactly. let's see exactly. women in pants, you know, in blasters working on stuff. Let's see women in dresses in positions of power being important and 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 also being generals like why cannot both of those things be true like men get to have the spectrum why don't women like they should yeah. and, no, and if a, you're upset about it that's you you should examine that shit so let's uh let's jump to the side mission um uh the okay finn and rose i don't know what Who to say I love about together i really do um i want to say this about rose people are calling rose the new jar jar Oh, they hate fuck you, Rose. They hate. How can you hate, hate Rose? Like, Rose. what is wrong with you? I'll go a step further. How can you have any really strong feelings about Rose? She's fine. She's not that emotional. She doesn't do that much. She's not like she's she is with him on the. She is. Are really, you kidding? How can you not have strong? Feelings? I love her. She's real, but you know what she she's is? She's like adorable, she, and she's like quirky and awkward when we meet her. But and, structurally, and that, you know what she is? She's Lando. That's the thing. She's Lando. She's the new character who's joined the bunch. Who maybe you love him, maybe you don't as much. You know, I understand if you go like, and I understand not liking their mission. I, having seen it a second time, and the more I think about, it, I go, you know what? That side mission was the weakest part of the movie. It was maybe necessary, and I'm not saying it was bad, but in comparison to everything else that we're getting, it was, um, you could really, it seemed like filler a little bit. Um, And I get what they were trying to do, but that's not Rose's fault. She conducted herself incredibly well. Uh, She acted what the role she was given incredibly well. The, The character is interesting it's, it doesn't need to be super deep you know what there's i think honestly because she's an asian woman people are giving her feel free giving her shit and i'm it pisses me off yeah because, i'm mad about that shit because there is like there's not enough of rose to really be, to be happier on her for sure or, and again, unless she really represents you and you feel like she, I don't think there's enough there to love about her. She's I, a- I disagree with that because I love her. I love that. I love that. she. First of all, I love that she's like a mechanic. I love that, uh, that she's got this kind of hero worship going on because she's not front lines person. Right. 
And I can understand that being the person who's doing their best. Right. But, and, and feels like they're contributing, but they're not like a hero, you know, like he left the first order, like how dangerous was that? And how bold must that have been? How brave must that have been? Right. And I love that that's your introduction to her. And, and you think it's kind of funny and she's telling him about all these deserters and the second she puts two and two together, she's like, wait, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just checking out this with your bags. Yeah. And he's like, uh, it's not in like, she doesn't even let him finish the sentence. She immediately fucking zaps his dumb ass. Like, yeah, no. I love that. It's like, so just because a second ago she was all cute and awkward, that doesn't mean shit when she is like, you're deserted. Like, it's like a fucking, like, switch is flipped, and yeah. she is done with him. And I love that. And she, and I think it's it's powerful. And she's smart. And I think she is part of what really helps Finn get it. Well, and here, to really wanna... realize what he's, what his arc. I don't think he gets there without her. Well, I'm going to come back around to Rose in a second. I do want to say about Finn. Um, of all the characters that had so much to do in the first movie, Finn is the one that has the least amount to do. Um, a lot of his choices seem a little bit arbitrary to me. Um, the fact that he changes, however he changes in the end where he's like ready to sacrifice himself, the moment worked, but I don't. I you don't didn't see a reason for it. I didn't, didn't. I didn't see didn't a huge like, like I said. I didn't see the moment of switch. Like just because his what everything that happened to him in Force Awakens was so clear. He had such a clear arc. I do feel like there was a sense of well, we got to do something with Finn. I guess this is what we're doing with him. Yes and no, because I feel like his arc in honestly in in the Force Awakens, he's always running away, and by the end, his arc isn't so much that like. Now he's doing the right thing. Um, it's that he has developed some sort of feelings or connection to Ray, and so he's willing to go do the thing to save her. But that and, is and again, far I cry from caring about the mission and the bigger picture. And see, and that and that carries over when we start this one. Like he needs to get the signal as far away from them as possible because he doesn't want Ray to come there and get killed. Well, here's the thing, though. I, I, the thing is that we do have to put it up against the original trilogy. We have to. We have to put it up against, you know, how impressive it is that Han says he's going to leave and then Han comes back and how, you know, how Han now feels like he has to leave, but then he's pulled back into it because of love of Leia. This doesn't approach that. This doesn't come anywhere near that. This is not as as it's not even as as well defined as Force Awakens. It certainly doesn't. Even I mean, he's definitely Han in Force Awakens. In Force Awakens, but but he but it doesn't. What happens like, in Last she, Jedi? He's to definitely him, Han to her, Luke. Yeah, but but it but it doesn't hold a candle to what happened in the original trilogy. And I feel like I feel like you know Finn, a certain disservice is done to Finn, and and frankly Phasma. Um, uh, which I we were gonna do all those today. I think uh, time's gonna end up meaning I think that next time we're gonna have to do all the bad guys. Um, because we're, we're once again running out of time because it's so fun to talk about. Because we can't help it. <laughs> I do want to say this. Um, uh, let's talk about one more character who's, is he good? Is he bad? Benicio Del Toro's uh, DJ character. Um, I think that this is such an interesting guy. Yeah. Um, so different 
than than anything I've seen in Star Wars. So different than what Benicio del Toro normally does. Benicio del Toro is cool, collected, and is always you know kind of intense. Yeah, and, and suave. I have to say, I like what was funny is I think at some point I said to Mister, I was like, yeah, he really reminds me of Benicio del Toro. He was like, uh, it's because he is. <laughs> yeah, but like it was that reasoning, right? I was this. like, he lo- he looks a lot like him. But it was almost it, it, it was a it, it um uh, trying to think um it was like a Heath Ledger like transformation yeah. I felt like because it was very not oh there's Benicio del Toro like it really wasn't he really and was was and the, he he's did, the he one who brings home the theme subtle, he's the one who like, brings home the theme character I I mean hats off to him for this one I say I really thought it was interesting you know and I you think... never knew what he was gonna do either the character. Well, I think that one of the things that, you know, one of the things I like about the prequels is that you do get to see that both sides have a point of view. And once you get past the prequels, it's very much one-sided. You know, the Empire or the First Order is bad, and the others are good. And the fact that he blurs that line is, I think, really important to go, you know what, like, like the, who's driving this war is is the people who make money off the war and and who's who like like the fact it doesn't matter who sh- you shoot at him they shoot at you from, from my point of view why should i care who shoots at who you're both you're both you know creating wanton destruction everywhere um now i think that's not true you know, the first order clearly they just randomly destroy planets so they're bad right but I, I think there's a there, there's certainly a, <laughs> a moral leap there but from... he's the he's the anti-Lando. He's the one you're sure is going to end up coming through for you. And he doesn't because, you know, the, the very last line to him, they're, they're like, can't you see what you're doing is wrong? You you, you pick the wrong side. And he's like, maybe. And he's just like, and he, he's he's he has to adopt to live in the it's something you don't get in Star Wars is to spend in the movies, at least is to spend any time with people who have to live in the world of Star Wars, but not be one of the combatants. You don't get that yeah. in the movies. Like, oh, if everybody's always fighting all the time, maybe in order to survive, you have to develop this certain moral ambiguity to even function. Yeah, I mean, certainly with as often as as things seem to be changing hands, right? Like, because the, the implication is that since the last, you know, before The Force Awakens, that there, there'd been turmoil for a while. Like, it wasn't like at the end of... of the um, return of the Jedi, the empire's overthrown and just everything was, was great until force awakens. Like clearly there's always a struggle. And I think that more accurately represents like our world in a way, like we go through moments of like peace, if you will, but it's not even when we're at like peace, it's not peace, peace, you know, it's not like peace on earth. Like that, that hasn't happened yet. You know what I mean? And like the reality is, is that most people are living in some state of in between, like where you're just trying to get through your day to day life and doesn't matter a whole lot. I and, and and you know disclaimer, I have recently I hadn't read before, but I am uh, I have recently read 1984 for the first time. Oh and, boy. Um, and so I it, there's this feeling of like that, that you know the three groups right and there's the group the 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 last group that pretty much is just getting changed hands between the two other groups and that's who he represents like so to to him does it matter that much who's 
top dog at any given moment who's, you know, quote unquote in power, does it change their life miserably? I, I don't well, know. Yeah. From you his know? point of view, from his point of view, if the rebels would stop fighting, there'd be less violence. You know, because clearly, you know, like like what's causing the conflict is the conflict itself. Nobody blows up Alderaan if there's no rebels to if there's no need to instill fear. You know, once fear is instilled, maybe it is peaceful. Maybe it becomes a benevolent dictatorship. I mean, it wouldn't have under Snoke. I don't know what it would do under Kylo Ren. Um, I don't know. I mean, ultimately, clearly he's wrong. I disagree with what he has to say. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not like saying I'm on his side, but I'm saying it's it's I like seeing the perspective. I like seeing the character because you don't really know about him. Like when he makes her give him the necklace and he just seems like a, you know, capitalist opportunist ass and you're upset with him. Right. And then he uses it in the in the course of their mission and then gives it back to her. You're yes. like, now you feel a little bit warm and fuzzy about him and you kind of don't know how to feel. He kind of always keeps you guessing. And I dig that. I, I think that's accurate. I think those people are out there and to finally see them in because because I think it, the difference is like Lando is, is probably the closest comparison. Except he uh, goes the other way. He's he ha- he, he, he goes the other way, make, but yeah, regardless, I always had the feeling, and you know, having just watched them right before I watched this one, I I always had the feeling that Lando was like was pushed to do a thing he didn't necessarily want to do. Right, like he had to give them over to save his people, and he thought it was the right thing to do, and he was preserving everybody but Luke. Or what have you. Well, here, and here's and, the thing: it, if it weren't fucking Han who showed up, if it, if it was Leia Organa and some other dude who showed up on his doorstep, say, "Hey, can you help us out? Please help us out, you know, against the Empire." And then the Empire started doing the shit to them. Do you think Lando Calrissian would have turned around and given two shits about it? Like, probably like, not. You no, know, it took, and I th- that's what it takes sometimes to drive home that it's you know the good and the bad of it is to is to be you know is to be plugged into a person who's actually going through it. Um, you know, instead of being able to always consider the, you know, whoever the other is to be the other, you know, as Dickens would say, you know, the, the, to consider your fellow humans to be fellow passengers, uh, to the grave and not some other race of beings onto other, you know, that that's like, it's very easy to go, oh, well, that's them. That's the, that's the first order. That's the rebellion or, you know, in America to go, that's the, oh, that's of the Middle East. It's not like us. Or, you know, oh, well, I'm a Republican and those are Democrats. And it's, it's like, it's very easy to go. It's not them. I don't care until it's your best friend and his space dog flying around in your, in your Millennium Falcon. Like it's a, then suddenly you're like a little more like, oh, okay. Now I have to consider the humanity beside, behind the situation. Yeah. So but like, regardless, he's, he's, he's also, he doesn't do it just to betray them. Like he does it like when he does it, when he betrays them, he he feels backed into a corner and having to sit like he is legitimately the leader, the ruler, the you know what have you, the the custodian of the people of that planet that he, of of Sky City and and he there's an obligation there. And so you feel like whereas so I so I feel like it's it's more interesting in this movie, because this guy doesn't actually have allegiance to anyone at all. So you're getting to see sort of this base idea of what it would be like if you didn't have a stake one way or the other. Yeah. What does that look like? And we've never seen that before, and I think it makes it really interesting. 
So like I said, we're going to go on to the uh, to the villains next time. But I want to hit one thing um, since we brought up the gender politics uh, today before we go, because it's about a single moment that lets us know or lets me know as the as the viewer uh, regarding what's going on with the strong women uh, in the film. And uh, and if you think about it, um, we all loved that Ray showed up and gave us a strong female character as our lead. Um this movie doubles down on that. Gives us. Let's, I, I hate using that word strong. Complex. Fine. fine. A, 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 a complex, but let's say instead of strong, let's say heroic. You know, sure. She is, she is not just the protagonist. She's a hero. Yeah. And that she's, you know, so, um, so given that that's the case, this movie doubles down on it. Gives us Leia, not just in a cameo, but actually leading the troops. Gives yep. us Rose, who's you know kind of an underling but smart and capable and thoughtful and 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 yeah starstruck at first and yes you know what yes she develops romantic feelings yes it's okay like i want to yeah, be clear like it's okay some people do you know what I mean? like, like it's, it's like, star Wars. i don't think we have to strip women yeah. of 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 ha- or men for that matter right of of romance because Somehow Star Wars has always been romantic. About. Star Wars has always been romantic, and let's let's be clear Human about that. Beings have but, always let, let been romantic. You know Wars, what I mean? Like Star Wars, but okay, but but like for instance, you know, uh, you know, Syriana is not romantic. Like there's 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 the sweeping John Williams, you know, tunes. You know, people are falling in love left and right in Star Wars. That happens. Um, the fact that she, um, like. The, the moment I want to talk about it before I get too off track, there's a moment where she starts to explain something and Finn steps in front of her and speaks for her. And it is so perfect, this moment, because you see like the dictionary definition of mansplaining happening right there. It's not. Let me tell you the way a movie like this works when you shoot these things. It's not an accident. You have to have a focus puller and a mark. It's absolutely on purpose for her to speak. The camera's on her and Finn steps in front of her <coughs> and takes her power away. Um, and then at the end, the fact that she remains strong because in the same conversation, she gently, but she gently, but firmly pushes back and regains control of the conversation after this is tried. This is something that Poe tries to do. Assuming that because he's the man in charge, that he should be the man in charge, that he is again rebuked for. Um, I think that the movie is is. Oh yeah, definitely. When he says to her uh, something about the state of affairs, she's like, yeah. "Thank you for explaining to me what I already know." Yes. Like that fucking moment is it's so great and it's so and and the thing is, she doesn't say it like super bitchy or snarky even. It's 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 almost like just matter of fact, like. But it is to say you're disrespecting me. Yeah, but see it Finn, is pointing it out. Absolutely. Yeah, and you get to see Finn disrespect Rose, and it doesn't become a big thing. He doesn't mean to, and she doesn't get super shitty about it. She just reasserts herself. Yeah. Um. She reasserts herself, and I see just the subtle little lesson learning. I think we as the audience are supposed to be uncomfortable with that moment. Um. And it's what I love about this film is that is that it's look, saying more. I love that. and I th- and that's the thing. Look, man, like like and yes, we'll hit the the character stuff. But regarding the controversy around the film, I get it. Okay, I get it. We wanted to see Luke 
show up and do badass shit. We wanted to see Luke train Ray. It's what we wanted and we didn't get it. And you know what? I think it was I think probably the Finn and Rose story was a bit of a mistake and and could have been done better or maybe been a completely different story. And yes, I do think the slow chase um of these ships chasing these other ships across the stars kind of like a slow LA freeway chase um is you know as Kevin Smith said, it's not what I would have done. So <laughs> uh, there are flaws and things to point out that are problems, but this is a Star Wars film that is going deeper than what we've gotten before yeah. where where you know where force awakens didn't go deep enough but gave us everything we wanted but didn't go deep enough this one says you know what we're gonna make a few mistakes because we're trying to do so much more this time around yeah. and so yes and i think it largely i mean and if we're talking about the gen like you can't i feel like we can't I, we have to talk about the fact that the the scene with snoke and and ray is i mean Let's face it, it's absolutely uh, an analog for sexual assault. I mean, he's like in a fucking robe. Literally. A gold robe. Which he's totally naked under. Gross and and like falling apart. We've seen Snoke. He's I, you know, I deformed. don't. I'm telling you. And he... She, he tells her to come toward him, to come here. She refuses. He picks her up with the force and pulls her toward him and then, like, caresses her face in this creepy way and then, like, tortures her, like, with the force. I mean, it is clearly. I didn't, I didn't get those undertones, but. Oh, we will I got do, that, man. I we got will that. discuss that. We will discuss that as we go into the end of our uh, our um, discussion with Kylo Ren. Um who, uh, spoiler alert for my opinion, um, I think, Mark Hamill aside, Adam Driver runs away with this movie. Um, Adam Driver is... He's fantastic. Is, he is so intense. I Adam, Adam Driver is is um, is a powerhouse. And he's funny in this movie. And he's yeah. intense in this movie. And, and he's, he's heartbreaking. And he's, he's, and he's romantic. Compelling. And you know what? He's kind of stacked. Dude, like, works out a little bit. Um, oh, I mean, yeah, he's actually... You you know this, right? He was actually in the army. He was actually yeah. He was in, in the Marines. Yeah, yeah. In the I service. mean, he was he um he is uh just kicks ass. And the Snoke we're gonna talk about Hux, which is gonna bring us back to uh to to Poe as well. <laughs> um um and and how they fixed Hux. We're gonna talk all about this uh, next time. But for now, There's my name is Justin. And my name's Alex. Treco. Treco, bitches. Hey, you know what makes us different than all those other podcasts you listen to? We have a movie. There's a movie of this podcast on Amazon Prime right now. Just go right now on Amazon Prime and go look. Check it out. Just search for it. There you go. There it is. Trek Off. One word. Just search for Trek Off on Amazon Prime or Amazon Instant Video if you want to rent it. If you don't have Amazon Prime as a subscription or if you want to buy the DVD, it's there on Amazon. But seriously, this podcast, you got all the way to the end. Now go watch us and give us reviews and tell the world, man, a podcast got me made into a movie, man. How cool is that? Go look it up and share it. Love you guys.